We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, it's going to be a heck of a weekend. It is going to be a big, 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 big weekend, not only on the radio station, but throughout Atlanta, throughout the country. You are a sports fan, especially if you're a football fan. Basketball, for that matter, too, between college and the NBA. But if you're a football fan, ooh, it's going to be big. Right here on 92 on the game, going to be really big Saturday and Sunday. Today we have Miami and the Jets, and that's okay, I guess. <laughs> what we got, whether you like it or not. Well, welcome to a Black Friday at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. John Fricky from the Gia Studios with you uh, between now and 2.30 when we go to the Dolphins and Jets game. So four and a half hours here between uh, all of us. And we're going to have a little communal thing going on here today where we're going to ask a bunch of questions and take a bunch of phone calls here and talk to you about a couple of big questions uh, revolving around sports in and around uh, the Atlanta area here. So... Uh, we'll get into all of it. Uh, as always, the phone number 404-726-0929. And uh, my uh, Twitter is uh, at my name, at John Fricke, at uh, J-O-H-N, uh, John F-R-I-C-K-E, if you want to jump into that. Uh, and again, we'll take your calls and we'll discuss things. And we'll go over the rules of the calls, about how it works. Because when I do these, when I get a chance to do these shows, I want all of you to understand you are not callers to a program, Okay. No, I'm going to take calls. I mean, that, that's what we have to say. I would like you to call in, but I don't consider you to be a caller. I consider you to be a guest on the program, which means we are going to have a conversation, which means when you call in, I don't want you to say, uh, you know, hey, first time, long time, uh, should the Falcons, uh, you know, draft uh, Jaden Daniels, I'll hang up and listen. No, 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 there's no hanging up and listening. Okay, I, we, I want to have a conversation with you, which is why I will present questions so that we can have a conversation. It's like you wouldn't walk up to somebody at a bar and just say, you know, hey, uh, uh, I, I, what do you think here? I'm going to go back to my table with my buddies and, and we'll try and uh, you can shout at us. You know, No, I, we're either going to talk or we're not. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today here with you at 404-726-0929. It is Black Friday. If you're out shopping and doing the Black Friday thing, you know, and, you know just stay safe, I guess. So. Don't try and get too cray-cray. I mean, it's, it's Black Friday. I, I don't do Black Friday. Well, not only am I working today here until 2.30, but I just don't do Black If I were not working today, I would not be doing Black Friday. Because, well, A, a there's a boatload of college football to watch today. Uh, I mean, we have an NFL game on here, but, man, starting at noon, it's going to be a lot of college football. 
uh, throughout the day here. And uh, and so I'm going to be on for the first, for pretty much for the entire Nebraska game against Iowa. <laughs> hey, hey, well, whatever. And uh, I'm the only one who cares. Do you know, get this, the over-under, all right, for those of you, right, if you don't gamble, uh, the uh, over-under is the total points scored in the game, okay? So if you figure the game's going to go, and a lot of college games go like, you know, 35 to 17, you know, oh, the over-under is 52 and a half total points scored by the two teams. Or, you know, maybe you get two high-flying college teams and they expect the final score to be 45 to 35, and so that's 80, so they'll go, uh, well, the over-under 79 and a half total points. Nebraska and Iowa's over-under, the, okay, the over-under on Nebraska and Iowa is 26 and a half. 26 and a half! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, these two teams have no offense. They both have really, really good defenses, and neither has an offense. They're saying the game is going to end up, you know, like 15 to 12, and it, and it, and it may not get that high. Unless there's like turnovers or block punt touchdowns or defensive touchdowns or, I don't know, some kind of a breakdown on defense. I mean, I'd probably bet the over because it's such a stupid – I don't know that I've ever seen an over-under in college football as low as 26.5 ever. It's gone down to 24.5, by the way. Oh, my God. It's gone down to 24.5. <laughs> so they've had let three of these numbers let, minus – hey, Let me introduce you first. Oh, here. go ahead. Go because, ahead. Just on voice of the radio here. Garrett Chapman, <laughs> TV star Garrett Chapman, who, of course, is – uh, co-host with uh, Abe and I on College Football Game Time, which will be tomorrow morning, uh, beginning at 8. And uh, Garrett is uh, producing. And, and when you call in, you're talking to Garrett, so be nice to him today because he's in here for the duration. And he and I will talk a lot about stuff. It's down to 24 and a half? 24 and a half. It's the lowest in college football history. Wow, 13 to 12 is what they broke their own. They broke their own record, which was earlier this season. 27 and a half, which broke their own record from earlier this season, which was Iowa Northwestern. That's 30 and a half. So, I mean, the it's just an absurd number. They, actually, fun fact, though, too, they have gone under in every single one of those games. I, I know. They it's, still haven't even reached the total. I, I know. This is what Iowa does. Iowa is the most – I don't know how they're, – they're 9-2. and two. They're 9-2. and two. And, and you go and look at their score, 17-7, 10-6, 9-5. to I mean, it's like baseball scores. It's unbelievable. Would you give them a puncher's chance against the winner of the the game tomorrow? You mean in the Big Ten title game? Mm-hmm. Um, I give them a, a puncher's chance for about um, five and a half or six minutes. Okay. I mean, we saw what they looked like whenever they played Penn State. Mm-hmm. They're a different team. Yeah. They weren't very good. Yeah. yeah. This is a much better Michigan or Ohio State team. I think when, when Michigan or Ohio State, whoever wins the game tomorrow, which will be live on 92.9 The Game... Uh, whoever wins the game between those two in Ann Arbor goes to the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis, and the moment that they score their first touchdown, five and a half, six minutes into the game, and it's seven to nothing, Buckeyes or Wolverines over the Iowa Hawkeyes. That game is over because Iowa ain't going to score. I, I, if you, Nebraska's often no good. Iowa has, Iowa has no – they've got to be the lowest scoring team in the nation. They have to be. Who would, who would be lower scoring than Iowa? I, is that humanly pot? I guess I guess maybe there's a really super bad team out there that I'm just missing. That uh, you know, you know, just I mean, because what does Iowa average like twelve points a game? I mean, if that anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, it is Black Friday. I, I, we do have a huge weekend ahead. 
you know, all those wonderful smells that you had yesterday on Thursday, the turkey day, the, the uh, stuffing, dressing, whatever you call it, uh, you know, your mashed potatoes, your mac and cheese, the, this and that and everything, all the, all the great smells of yesterday, and you wake up this morning and you've got that old turkey carcass that's like sitting in the trash, and you think, mm, man, ah, uh. well, it's probably not the old turkey carcass because it was cooked. That smell is the beginning of the wafting of what's coming up 85, I, I'm just saying, you know. We want to be gracious. They are our guests. You know, some of them, many of them come up 85 and become extended stay guests, and they all kind of share a communal house down in Reedsville, if you follow what I'm saying here. Um, so anyway, uh, but at the same time, here, here they come. It is such a ginormous game for the Atlanta Falcons. I, literally, here it is going week 11, coming off the bye. Their season hinges on this game. Win the game, got a shot. You got a shot. You may have a shot at the wild card. You certainly you move back into first place in the NFC South. You're in control of your own destiny. You lose this game, and it's pretty much over. I mean, it's pretty much over. You lose all the tiebreakers to you know you at the moment to the Saints, and you're two games back with six games to go. And, you know, you'd have to, I mean, the only option at that point would almost have to be you'd have to win out. And uh, so, and then hope. <laughs> God. Yeah, so this game is gigantic for the Atlanta Falcons. I, and keep this in mind, Falcons haven't won a game in over a month. Their last win was against Tampa Bay on October 22nd. What are we, November 20, what is it, today, 25th, uh, 26th? I don't even know. 24th, 24th. All right. But it's been over a month. And uh, and so we'll we'll, uh, we'll weigh into that here. Um, I, sorry, Gary, I didn't mean to cut you off there. You were you were talking about. Uh, did you find out if Iowa found the? Um... Oh yeah, so they actually aren't the the lowest scoring offense. Oh really? Yeah, they're not the lowest scoring offense in the Big Ten. It's Michigan State. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But they also don't have a head coach. I don't know that. Yeah, well, there's, there's. That. Arizona State has a lower scoring offense. Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes are averaging eighteen point five. Eighteen point five points per game. Mm, that's more than I thought they were. Yeah, I mean that's pretty brutal. It's not exactly twenty five. I, I think actually the so a lot of the Big Ten teams had the what is it the or no I mean the Ferentz the the Brian Ferentz he's the yeah, was the was, offensive coordinator was. He had the the stipulation of scoring twenty five points per game. N- I don't think a single team in the Big Ten West would have qualified for that twenty five points per game. Oh, goal. I know it's just it's a disaster. It was brutal. I mean, and, and this is why I'm I'm happy. I mean, among all of the things that are going to happen next year, getting rid of the Big Ten West is one of the good things. The Big Ten has had a bad history of divisions. They started with two, two divisions: leagues and legends, Le- leaders, leaders, legends, and leaders. Or I don't even know what it was. <laughs> what it was it was just stupid. It was like when the NHL did. Oh, where the Conn Smythe division or the Patrick division? Everybody, what the who the where? And um, so uh, they got rid of that and went. Oh well, we should just call it East and West, not Legends and Losers or whatever it was. And, and so. Uh, even that hasn't worked because the West has just been so bad, you know. And so they're getting rid of that, and they're going to, you know, the top two teams. So in a case like, for example, this year, the um, Ohio State-Michigan would be played tomorrow. Penn State-Michigan State is tonight. And uh, it would be, you know, the Big Ten title game would be the winner of Ohio State-Michigan versus either Ohio State-Michigan or Penn State. 
and Iowa probably wouldn't be in that discussion. So, um, you know, that, but it is what it is. And you don't have to pay any attention to it. All right, 404-726-0929. James wants to jump in early. I haven't even sent the questions yet. Hey, James, what up? Hey, yeah, you just mentioned, you know, the quarterback situation with the Falcons. And, you know, I just, again, you, you said you didn't want to just me ask a question. I can discuss, but, it, I mean, what what do you all see as, as people that follow it much closer than me? I mean, do we even have a choice not to go and try to get, uh, you know, what we would think would be an elite college quarterback to come in and, and start to build around? I mean, you know, you risk, um, you know, that effect in, in Desmond and all of that. But to me, um, that's just the difference in the league right now is who you've got, you know, under center or, or taking the snaps that, that kind of it wins those games that are close. You know, Trevor Lawrence has had a few. But, you know, it, it's just hard to see – games go and then boom all of a sudden we don't have a chance because there's zero chance we can run a two-minute offense efficiently um james can i ask you a quick question yes sir did you like call garrett and ask for the rundown of the show because you just you just laid out like the first half of the show here <laughs> well i mean i mean there's implications with everything right well, no no I mean, no but you hit on all the questions i mean because <laughs> you know why? Because first, you know, what do you want to do at, at quarterback? And then you know, uh, how far you know are the Falcons away from the from the uh, top of the NFC? Are they just a quarterback away? And, and to answer all your questions, it's, it's it, I just think it's hilarious because it's exactly what we're going to talk about. So you are, uh, you know, prescient. Prescient's a big word for people in Ackworth don't understand what it means. It means that you just you you're, you're tapped in, okay? And uh, so James, right. you are locked in here. And and so we we get, we can go ahead and have start having the conversation here. Uh, might as well at four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. You know what do you want to do at quarterback? And are the Falcons just a quarterback away from being at the top of the NFC here? Uh, and uh, you know I understand what you're saying, James. So I, I'll answer it. And then again, we can all disagree without being disagreeable. My only thing about a college quarterback is we don't know yet because we don't know where we're going to be drafting. You know, that's the yeah. the issue. Yeah, right. And and that's what I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Are are we in a position to where, you know, we need to go we want to go ahead, go up, make the moves that we need to to make to get up and get one of one of, you know, the good quarterbacks that's in there, you know. I bet that you you're not you, you just made a presumption that, that that may may not be true at all though. See, that's the problem. You you think okay. we uh, here's why. So many teams need quarterbacks. Uh, James, I can oh, I, I want everybody to hear me. Oh, we'll move up in the draft. I want everybody to hear me. So many teams need quarterbacks that to move up in the draft, if you could even move up in the draft, would cost you an arm, a leg, the other arm, your firstborn child. I mean, they would it'd be five draft picks and this and that. I mean, it would be enormous to move up to get a quarterback in this draft because so many teams need quarterbacks, and I doubt you could even do it. So the idea of, hey, let's just trade up, to me in my world, does not exist. So since it doesn't exist to trade up for a quarterback, you either have to be in a position, and right now, James, the Falcons have the eighth pick in the draft, which would put them kind of in that Jaden Daniels kind of territory. But, you know, and that's only one part of it, James, because the other part of this is, what if you draft the wrong guy? Right, yeah. I mean, and, and see, that's the risk. I see your point there. You give away so much in the draft, it affects the next two to three to five years even with what you're saying, and, you know, you gamble on the wrong guy, and, and then, you know, here you are. Yep, yep. We're 
Well, look at the look, got a guy look at Carolina, five games. Yeah, Carolina four Panthers. Snaps. All right. Carolina Panthers. Carolina yeah, Panthers, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, James. Uh, thanks much. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine on this uh, Black Friday. Real quick, uh, so I'm looking at the top ten draft and just in the NFL draft. You by have the who? Bears by who? Oh, oh just, just Dane Brugler, right. just where it stands the, the, right the now. The Falcons are eight, right? I think they're eight. We're we're sitting at eight. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just gonna say, like, say yes or no. This team needs a quarterback. Bears, maybe. Cardinals, no. That's nah, a maybe for me. Uh, nah, Patriots. They, they, they had too much money in Kyler Murray. They can't possibly. If they trade, they could. They could they, trade. No. Potential. No, no, Potential. No. All right, not the not the discussion. Okay. Uh, Patriots. Yes. Bears again. No. That's a trade potential, by the way. Uh, Giants. Yes. Titans. Yes. Commanders. Yes. Falcons. Yes. Packers. No. Buccaneers. Yes. That's your top ten. That's a, that doesn't that's, even include people six, behind you who are who, uh, wanting to jump up into who would, that. Who would pay a king's ransom? Exactly. There is such a – everybody needs a quarterback right, right now. Everybody needs a quarterback right now, and it's just where we stand at eight is – are you going to take the, the fifth quarterback on the board or are you going to take uh, a top offensive lineman, pass rusher, anything else? I don't right. know. I know. It's the age-old question. It's an, it, There's no one right answer. This is why it's a fascinating conversation, and we're going to go ahead and jump into it, 404-726-0929. If you're hanging on, stay right there. Quick break. Back with you. Again, you're a guest, not a caller, so we'll have a conversation. And on these shows with me, with John Fricke, we get a little bit of time in the air. But let's discuss this. Are the Falcons a quarterback away from being at the top of the NFL draft? And if so, what do you want to do at that position? On Sports Radio 92 on the game. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, Black Friday. We are talking to you live from the Kia Studios. Garrett Chapman's running the show. John Fricky with you uh, at 1023 in the morning. And we are taking you for the next four hours and seven minutes to our coverage of Miami and the Jets. A reminder, the college football game time with Abe Gordon, the aforementioned uh, Garrett Chapman, and myself, 8 a.m. tomorrow, leading you to our live coverage on Sports Radio 92 on the game of Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, the game going to be live on 92 on the game. But it'll be tomorrow, and of course, all of it leading to the Falcons and the Saints. And I will be in the smooth lot on Sunday alongside Harper Lavelle and Joe Patrick at 9 a.m. as our coverage of the Falcons and the Swampers begins. We will, um, it's going to be cold out, so we're going to bring, uh, you know, a coat, you know, to make sure, you know, to, alongside our, our nose plugs, and, and, and we'll be out there. All right, so we're talking about the Falcons, and the question really is, broadly, I, I'm kind of curious from all of you, 
as to whether or not the Falcons are a quarterback away. Now, that, that doesn't mean they don't need a quarterback. I'm just wondering if you think if we had a quarterback, this 4-6 and six team that hasn't won in a month, uh, would we be 6-4, 7-3? I mean, is that what – I mean, we need a quarterback. It's the number one thing the team needs. But are we just a quarterback away? Do we have everything else kind of in place that if we had a quarterback, we'd be good? Uh, I'm just kind of curious about that. And then what do you want to do with quarterback? It is a complicated question, I understand, on multiple levels. We don't know where they're going to be drafting. We don't know who's going to be available. And by the way, you could take the wrong guy, too. Now, do you want a veteran, for example? Would you want to trade or bring in a veteran quarterback that might be available and put him in front of Desmond Ritter for a year uh, rather than have Desmond Ritter try to school, uh, you know, a, a, a rookie. You know, I mean, are you, are you really throwing Jaden Daniels in? Maybe you are. I, I don't know. But, again, you can't get the wrong guy. Some 20-odd years ago, uh, 22 or so, uh, I was doing the morning show in Southern California, doing radio and TV out there for a while, and then came back home. When I was out there, I was doing the morning show on the big sports talk station on Extra, Sports 690, I'm doing the morning show, and, and my co-host is a guy named Sean Salisbury, who was a quarterback in, for the Chargers. And we're on the Chargers flagship station, big booming station with 150,000 watts. And we had for six weeks, eight weeks, for two months, every day, a very serious, deep conversation with Chargers fans and with NFL fans about who the Chargers would want between Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. It was a deep discussion. Ryan Leaf had just led Washington State to the Rose Bowl. He looked great against Washington. He looked great against Michigan. Peyton Manning had just gone and played Nebraska in the national title game and got killed. Got killed. The Huskers destroyed him. And you're like, you want happy feet out there? Or do you want this big, strapping, six-foot-five guy with a cannon arm? And, and so it was a serious discussion. And now, of course, now you know the rest of the story, which is to say... Drake May, you know, because Garrett shouted out Drake May. Okay, fine. But you know what happened to Drake May last week? Oh, my God, he was awful. He was awful. Now, that's just a one-week sample, but he was awful last week. Uh, I mean, he looked re- he looked like Mac Jones. Oh, my God, this is going to be a disaster guy. 16 of 36. Mac I mean, Jones never really did look bad in college. No, that's probably he, true. He never did look bad. No, no, but uh, so, future uh, Mac honestly, Jones in the NFL. Honestly, though, it's like if you think about it, he's being put in these positions because he's that talented. I'd rather have a, co- a quarterback who's in those situations who has to push his way through it. You may be right. And You're, learn. You may, you, you may be There's no perfect okay. algorithm. All right, so you may be 100% correct, but I guarantee you this. Of Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, mm-hmm. um, Sam Hartman, I don't know. Pa- Carson Beck, Carson if he Beck, comes Carson out. Beck. Who, Quinn I, Ewers, if he comes you know, out. You know, Quinn Ewers. I says mean, he, he says he won't. But. I mean, but okay, so there's like seven, eight, right? Just of those guys, one of those guys will become a superstar. Mm-hmm. A couple of those guys will become very good NFL quarterbacks. A couple will be journeymen, and a couple will suck. And it's like, <laughs> baby needs a new pair of shoes, and just throw a damn dice up again. I mean, oh my God, you don't know. You just don't know. So I mean, just look at that that quarterback class with Patrick Mahomes and and I mean Deshaun Watson and everybody else in that that era. Yeah. Look, and? the the two best ones were drafted outside of the top ten. Yeah. Weird things happen. Yeah. Oh, we sat on this radio station and had caller after caller after caller scream at us about not taking Justin Fields. We don't get those calls anymore. I wonder why. 
Let's go to Ron here on uh, Sports Radio 93 on the game. So if you're hanging on, Kenny, Mel, Casey, Bobby, uh, it's it's a process here. But just be patient, and we'll get to you, I promise, in this hour here. And I know that's asking a lot, but I don't want people just, you know, in and out here, and we're not doing rapid fire. Hey, Ron, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? I'm doing better. Thank you. Hey, um, first and foremost, man, miss you and Hugh in the morning. Um, but glad to hear you on the weekends, at least. Um, I was telling Gary, man, I think we're missing the point. It's not necessarily about the quarterback. Our offensive line play from last year to this year is completely different. Okay, you put any quarterback behind that offensive line, they're going to have some struggles. Our offensive line admitted that they'd rather run block than pass pro. Okay, I don't know what happened with Chris Lindstrom. Maybe he's playing with his new wallet in his back pocket now instead of actually doing what he has to do on the field. But you put any quarterback behind that line, and that's, that's the same thing that's going to happen. I mean, look at what happened with Peyton Manning, one of the greats. When they were in that Super Bowl when he was with Denver against Seattle and they got that immediate safety on uh, Denver's first drive, they got, in, they got in his head. It was over with from that point. So right now what's happening, and I asked Gary this, didn't Arthur Smith play offensive line? So shouldn't our offensive line be a little better than what it is right now? Well, no, this is one of the questions I have, Ron. I mean, they still don't get to the quarterback. They're missing a, you know, a, 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 find you a Chuck Smith, a John Abraham. Hell, find you a, a rookie uh, version of Vic Beasley. They got to get somebody that could, that could actually get to the quarterback. Uh, they still don't have that for all the money they spent on defense. I agree with you on the offensive line because you use Peyton Manning to bring that name back up again. When he was in Indianapolis winning Super Bowls, he had Jeff Saturday at center. And the guy that, right. changed, and the, guy that changed the fortunes of the Atlanta Falcons in the now infamous game um, that year that set the record was because he went out and got Alex Mack. And when Alex Mack right. came in, he changed everything on that offensive line. So I'm, I don't think they're just a quarterback away. Now, that doesn't mean they don't need a quarterback. But at what cost do you, for example, when people say we have to trade up, Ron, to trade up in this draft, you're going to have to spend a king's ransom that I don't think that they can afford to do because they need other things. And I don't think we have to. I think we need to focus on the trenches. I think we have a good quarterback in Desmond Ritter, all right, if we give him the tools that he needs to be protected when, he, when he's actually attempting to make passes. We've seen that he can make the deep pass. He can make it. Okay, he can make the passes that he needs to make, but when he has defenders in his face right as he receives the ball because blocks were missed, and, I mean, we have Kyle Pitts missing blocks on, on, on screen plays, and it's, I mean, the offensive line and the protection of the quarterback is a debacle right now. It's not the quarterback. That's why when you put Tyler Heineke in, you see the same exact results because you have the same exact problems. It ain't the quarterback. I appreciate it, Ron. I you guarantee have, you. Yep, yep. Have a happy Friday here, uh, Black Friday, and enjoy the weekend here. Let's get to an And this is why one of the questions I ask. Is it just a quarterback issue? I don't think it is, but it is a quarterback issue at the same time. And, you know, Desmond Ritter, what's the indelible moment that you remember of, of the noodle arm quitter? It's him lying on his back, throwing the ball pop up in the air in the rain in Carolina, right? Okay. The indelible moment of Desmond Ritter's career at the moment is having the ball stripped out of his hand at the goal line. Yeah. Kenny's on with us here. Hey, Kenny, welcome to the show. He has to have a better moment than that. Oh, good Lord. I don't know. I have a hey, good morning, time. John. Good morning, Kenny. Hey, um, you know, I really kind of agree with the last caller. 
I don't think that Atlanta's problem is the quarterback, per se. I think it is the offensive line. But I also think some of Devin Ritter's problems are the play calling. I'm listening. Go ahead. Okay. I think a lot of Desmond Ritter's problem for any quarterback, you know, that would be in Atlanta right now would be um, the offensive line and the play calling. All right. To what degree? I Expand on that. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I mean, we're all Falcon fans, I hope. I know I am a lifelong fan, so it's kind of hard to see this over the past five years. But if you look at just some of the play calling, it's ridiculous. I mean, I could probably call it up plays. Yeah, but Kenny, you got to be more specific. You want to do? You want to run the ball more? You want to pass the ball more? They're not going downfield. They're not throwing screens. What? What, what about the play calling well, in particular? Well, I would like I would like to run the ball more, but with this offensive line, I don't think that you can run the ball more. So that's why I say it's more than two four. I don't think that they're a quarterback away. I think there's some other things that they could spend in this draft that would be uh, more valuable and adding a quarterback. Yeah, and, and we'll get into the draft. And again, we don't know where they're going to be in the draft currently. They're number eight. Uh, Kenny, I appreciate it. You have a wonderful Black uh, Friday here. Uh, and, and yes, I, I understand, you, you know, the the one game where you had kind of the play calling, remember the Houston game, and we, we were all kind of remarking about, here's these little flip passes that are going inside to Scott Miller and, and we're running reverses. And we had uh, Drake London throw a pass. Remember, we, it was like, we're getting into the playbook. Oh, this is going to be fun. And then it just stopped. And it was like, oh, oh okay. I thought we were. I thought we were going to do the other thing where we were having fun. Okay, our buddy Mel. Mel, I trust you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and it's good to hear from you again. Hey, Mel. Yes, I did. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here listening to the last two callers. There. You know what? Well, I don't need to say nothing. The last two callers took everything out of my mouth, John. Everything out of my mouth, man. I know you don't want to hear. I know you don't want to listen. Listen to the, uh, the last two callers, but you had to listen to what they were saying, John. I'm, you know what? I'm tickled. I'm tickled. Like I said, I, I, I really don't have that, nothing to say. Well, in your... Look here, look I, here. First off, I... I, 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 I do I, have this to say. <laughs> the right tackle with all, like, like that man said, I guess that pocketbook is where this pocket down. And, and the person that... Send all the messes to uh, 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 to the quarterback. Now nah, I'm gonna put I'm put it like this: we can we can draft a, a backup quarterback. We can, that's all we need is a backup. Get rid of the other two we have, and just get get the quarter that quarterback that we have uh, a backup. I don't know what happened to that man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I really don't want to read that. I was look at for the last three games. I throw in the towel, just like a boxer would, would do. But we're not done. We're not. But we're not man. done. We're not done yet, Mel. So you have to do me one favor, uh, 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 Mel. No, 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 we're not done. We're not done. But you know, like everybody said, we all pumped up for who they had Sunday. Well, you know what you could do, you Mel. Know, I won't be surprised who they had. Mel, you know what you, know you know could what? do. Do you know what you could do? I'm gonna say this, John. Yeah, I guess he don't want to listen. Five, to five six years ago, uh-huh. I used to call this city Loserville. Uh-huh. And I think that's exactly what's coming. The Hawks losing, uh, the Packers losing, <laughs> the Braves. Who that? I'm not a fan of who that. I was born in this city, man. Yeah. So you know you who could. Who that? Uh, I want to be surprised. They will beat them. Yo, Mel. 
You want to do me a favor, Mel? What's that, John? I'm glad. I mean, okay. you know, I'm glad. I, I'm Mel, glad I, I want you to do me a favor. I re- I, I'm serious, okay? I need your help. I want you to come Sunday to Smooth Lot so that when the Swampers show up and they get off the bus and they change out of their orange jumpsuits into their black and gold, that I can unleash you on them, okay? I would like to do that, John, but you know what? I might, you know... You know, since I, I got to get over this hangover, man, it's going to take about three days. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'm right. Right. Man. I got you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pair of companions. I've been that way ever since 1966. I, I'm with you. I'm going to get sick of them. And that person, whoever, uh, uh, calling the plays, come out, get another quarterback. Get this, get this. Wait for next year. Reveal. Man, you got to be kid. That's why. That's why I'm still drunk. Yeah, well, Mel, you speak for a lot of people, and I and I appreciate it. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'm sure we'll be talking to Mel again. Uh, all right, quick break here. When we get back, uh, we'll get to uh, the rest of your calls here. Uh, hang on. Uh, we are talking about the Falcons. Are they a quarterback away? Um, Mel said I wasn't listening, but I was kind of. Yeah, I think they're more than a quarterback away. So. Uh, and what do you want to do at quarterback? Uh, oof. It, I just, it's not as simple as saying trade up because I don't think the trade up exists. Really don't. I want you to keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, it's Black Friday. We're having a chat for four more hours, you and I, on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Plot. It's John Fricky. Obviously, food and football go together, and then when you get family and friends and, you know, just a gathering to watch it all, all day is kind of what I've always grown up around, and I think a lot of people in America have. Happy Thanksgiving. From Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Black Friday live on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game, 1043 in the morning, 1044 in the morning here with uh, John Fricky and you as well at 404-726-0929. So far as we talk about the Falcons, no Swampers have called in. And you'll know if a Swamper calls in because it gets a, it gets a little bit muted, and that's because, you know, the glass, you know. Uh, so you'll know that. You know, you know, in this season so far, if you look at the rest of the games that the Falcons have, they play the Swampers on Sunday. And so it's – let me ask uh, TV star Garrett Chapman this. About the uh, the remaining games here, the uh, the Swampers, the Jets, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Colts, the Bears, and the Swampers. Okay, Swampers, Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, Bears, Swampers. Can you win all of those games? Yes or no? Yeah, sure. Can you lose all of those games? Yes or no? Absolutely. Okay, that's my point. Do you know that so far this season? The Falcons have really only won one game. That was the opener against Carolina. Wow. Because the other wins have been wins in toss-up games. They've only really lost two games. They well, lost toss-up the games are the – that's just the NFL. Most games are toss-up games. And you didn't watch the Commanders yesterday. Well, you that, didn't watch that, Seahawks yesterday. Dumpster fire versus a really yeah, good okay. football anyway, team. Anyway, so they're not all. Um, <laughs> they've, all they, they've really only lost two games. That was the game to the Lions and the game to Jacksonville. And everything else has been a toss-up. So, John, do you remember how I, I read you that list of top ten teams in the NFL draft? The Atlanta Falcons play seven of the other nine teams on the list. Yeah. And they have a losing record. I know. That all says you, all you need yeah, to know. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of this. You know, are the Falcons just a quarterback away? And if so, what do you do at quarterback? Um, I, I I don't know that as we get to your calls again here at 4472609929. 
Uh, I don't know that I think the Desmond Raider is going to turn into anything in the finals. I, I don't have a whole lot of hope that I'm going to see, oh, my God, Desmond Raider, good, we're good. Yeah, hey, fine, let's go into the next season, we're good. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of hope of that, not at the moment. But maybe maybe it happens. Let's go to KC. He joins John today on the waitfor.com hotline. Hey, KC. Hey, I uh, just wanted to look at it from an aspect that a lot there's not a lot of talk about, but it's it's really contributing to the Falcons' failure. And you look, you got to look at the first, the last three years in the first round of the draft. Gross mismanagement of draft picks. Uh, you do not pick a receiver in the top ten and target him less than five times a game. You do not pick a tight end in the top ten picks of the NFL draft and target him less than five times a game. You pick a running back as your third offensive weapon in the first round and you show some promise in the beginning of the season but you're grossly mismanaging him as well now uh, you forgot about the most important part if you're going to draft these offensive weapons this early in the draft you have to have the correct delivery system and ever since Matt Ryan has left we have not had a solid plan at quarterback I mean Desmond Ritter was grossly mismanaged uh, he didn't play any of the preseason he got four games in last year, but it was uh, it was way too late. Should have started him a lot sooner. And you consider him a rookie going into this year. What rookie quarterback does not play all the snaps in preseason games? So I just wanted to look at it from that aspect as well. No, I, I'm no argument. I'm not going to argue anything on either side of this coin here, right? So the question isn't, I mean, you laid out the, the problems, but that's not the solution. I mean, I think we're all in agreement here, KC, that the, that's yeah, where we're at. Is, Right. I think the solution is, I, I think, given the case history, you had the shield of salary cap hell. But now that that has sort of uh, d- abated, and now you're seeing what this uh, this regime is doing uh, on a draft level, on a personnel level, it's not that good. If you really okay. honestly Again, that's the problem. It. How does uh, – I'm not interested in the problem. We all agree uh, that there's been problems. How do we solve it? Unfortunately, you've you... got to tear it back down. Arthur Smith is not a good evaluator of talent. That's obvious. Uh, what talent he does get, he's not using it properly. So, yeah, you got to tear it back down. Fontenot, you, you take you take $100 million and invest it in a guard that's supposed to be the best guard in the league or up there in the top two. He's definitely not playing up to that contract. You take uh, a right tackle and invest a major contract into him over the next three again, years. You're, 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 again, you're you're again again you're you're pointing. All right, Casey, we're just going in a circle here. I appreciate it, Casey. Well, no, you got to tear it down. You well, gotta, I mean, you I mean they, that's not that's not a solution. Okay, tearing it down <laughs> is not a solution. I you don't that's that doesn't solve anything. And what, we're going to set ourselves back another five years by tearing it down. I mean, I'm not. No, that's not a solution. Uh, that that, that to me doesn't. If you want to tear it down, that's fine. That's not the business I'm in. First off, this season isn't over yet. What if they do win Sunday? I mean, can they win Sunday? Sure. I mean, they're the division and the teams they're playing are no no better than them. So, I mean, they all have issues, right? Can they go five and two in the final seven games? Yes. Will they? Probably not. They'll probably find a way to blow a game or two. Are they really any good? Eh, they're just an average NFL team. So I, I don't know that you need to tear down to the studs and start over and fire everybody and get rid of all your players and, and start over. I think you just have to make some of the right adjustments. And the question is, you know, one of the things we have to determine between now and, and January is, is Desmond Ritter going to be your starting quarterback next year? Do you trade him? Would you take a flyer on a Justin Fields? 
They passed on Justin Fields in the draft for a reason, not just because they were in love with Kyle Pitts, but because there was something else there that they didn't like, apparently, uh, when they fully knew that they needed a quarterback. Uh, so they, But they went, eh, you know. So, I mean, if you want to trade for Justin Fields, if you want to bring in a veteran, I mean, what do you expect? If you have to guess right now, all right, I'll just I'll speak for myself. If I have to guess right now, they're, we're going to end up with a veteran free agent quarterback. I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to be healthy off the ACL. Oh, no, pardon me, it's an Achilles, not an ACL. Um, could Ryan Tannehill be our starter on opening day next year? Yeah, sure. I know. But if Arthur Smith's job is on the line and he doesn't trust Desmond Ritter and he can't get anything, you know, at that point I think you'd probably trade Desmond Ritter, see if you can get anything for him. You're not going to get much. Sixth-round pick or something like that. And keep Taylor Heineke. I mean, you know, this is the this is the time where Desmond Ritter's got to earn the job. Uh, do I, I don't hold out a whole lot of hope for that, so I think there's going to be a new quarterback, starting quarterback, and the only question is what? And again, we we don't know we don't know what they're going to be. We don't know where they're going to be in the draft. And and trading, understand, guys and gals, trading up into this draft to get a quarterback is really not doable. Okay, it's just not. I mean, you could, but you'd have to do a, a Julio Jones like trade where you're trading away five or six guys for one. It's just going to be a madhouse. Let's go to Bobby. He's on with John. Hey, Bobby, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thank you for taking my call, man. Sure. Uh, uh, I've been a lifelong Falcon fan, and I'm been I'm been uh, go over some things that you know. I hope you give me time to speak on. And the first thing I'm gonna say is uh, Arthur Smith, uh, the head coach Falcon. I'm just gonna be up with you. If they don't make the playoff, he needs to be fired. And the reason why is because we ain't making any progress. And he been at the ship. And I'm gonna go over some history with the Falcons. When the Falcons did good, they had Dan Reed back in the day. And when the Falcons, uh, the last coach that did do successful, even though we kind of don't like him, was uh, Dan Quinn. He was smart enough to hire Shanahan to be an offensive coordinator, who really was like the head coach. And we noticed when he got to San Francisco, he's winning no matter what the quarterback is he got over there. So what I think what Arthur Blank need to do for a culture change for this Falcons team. He probably need to get a coach that uh, has success in this league, win the championships or get into the championship game. And I know a lot of people get mad at Dallas Cowboys, but they just hate him. They, what, what, how they changed their organization down, they went and hired that coach, McCarthy, or whatever. Yeah, he he has won before, and he got to know what he's doing. So if we want to change this thing around, really change this program around, we probably need to hire a coach that knows how to get, get to those All right, so, so, so let me ask you a question here. Are you ready for this one? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Would you trade for Bill Belichick? Uh, I think Bill Belichick, a couple of years ago, I would have been willing to do that. But I'm going to give you a coach right now what they probably could do. And uh, I don't know. But I, if I were Arthur Blank, I would do all I could. I would pay uh, Jim Harbaugh to leave Michigan if he willing to leave because he, he's like one of those leadership coaches and, and his family or whatever. And he knows how to win. And I think with his roster, he could win. And the reason I say that is because look at what he did with Kaepernick. And he Kaepernick was not like this all-world quarterback, but they came to hear it in Atlanta and whooped up behind We thought we were going to Super Bowl that year. So what I would do if I were Arthur Blake, I would make a bold move because he's getting old now. I wouldn't try to mess around with these 
young coaches and just hope that one of them is going to be the next Bill Belichick, I just go get the right kind of coach that I know had already had success well, I, I think and know what he knows what he's looking at. And I'm going to give you one last prime, one prime example. You draft this running back, but you tell the others that you're trying to preserve him. No, you shouldn't be trying to preserve him. Your job is to win games. So you should, he should be touching that ball at least 25 the third time a game. The other 10 plays you got should be split up between your tight end that you dropped out and that wide receiver. That's You you go to your best player. It's just like with Michael. You have Michael Jordan. You think you don't get him the ball. I mean, what you saving him for? Yeah. You know, I, you I, 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 I got, I've got no I've got no retort to that because I, I, I can't disagree with it at all. Appreciate it, Bobby. Okay. Yeah, as to the coaching thing, look, we Desmond Ritter's future – with the Atlanta Falcons is on the line in the next seven games. Arthur Smith's future with the Atlanta Falcons is on the line in the next seven games. They go one and six. Yeah. Arthur Smith's going to be out the door. No, no matter what they say, because I I have, you know, Falcons people around me or, you know, no, Arthur Smith will be back next year. Did they go one and six down the stretch? No, 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 no. He ain't going to be back. I'm, you're going to totally disagree. So the coach's job is on the line in these final seven games. He better do something. All right, more of your calls here. And, and, and by the way, Jim Harbaugh, that's another thing that's going to cost you an arm or leg because the Chargers want him, the Bears want him, et cetera, et cetera. That, that'll be it. But, you know, hey, listen, I love it here. All right, quick break as we continue. Uh, talking uh, into the 11 o'clock hour, what do the Falcons do at quarterback in the future? And are we just a quarterback away? Uh, is kind of the questions we get ready for the Swampers on Sunday on Sports Radio 90 to shine the game. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 